Today is the 27th day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It is wonderful to be here together today, gathering to move forward and take another step forward together. And our next step will take us into the brand new book we are getting moved into, the book of Exodus, the second book in the Bible. And as we have entered the book of Exodus, we have been introduced to a person named Moses, whom we will travel a considerable distance with. So we learned about Moses and his birth and being raised in Pharaoh's household and him killing an Egyptian and him fleeing and then the burning bush. And God is telling Moses, I'm sending you back. I'm sending you back to the place that you came from. I'm sending you back to the place that you ran away from. You are going to play a pivotal role in setting my people free. Moses was not planning on that. And he's not really liking this idea. He's, he's talking to God. There's a burning bush that's not being consumed. His sandals are off because he's on holy ground. And he's poking holes. <laughs> he's poking holes with the theories that God is giving him, like how they're... Uh, the challenges that will make this plan not work. And this is where we pick up the story. Exodus chapter 4, verse 1 through 5, verse 21 today. Moses answered, What if they won't believe me and will not obey me but say, the Lord did not appear to you. The Lord asked him, What is that in your hand? A staff, he replied. Throw it on the ground, he said. So Moses threw it on the ground. It became a snake, and he ran from it. The Lord told Moses, Stretch out your hand and grab it by the tail. So he stretched out his hand and caught it, and it became a staff in his hand. This will take place, he continued, so that they will believe that the Lord, the God of their ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has appeared to you. In addition, the Lord said to him, Put your hand inside your cloak. So he put his hand inside his cloak, and when he took it out, his hand was diseased, resembling snow. Put your hand back inside your cloak, he said. So he put his hand back inside his cloak, and when he took it out, it had again become like the rest of his skin. If they will not believe you and will not respond to the evidence of the first sign, they may believe the evidence of the second sign. And if they don't believe even these two signs or listen to what you say, take some water from the Nile and pour it out on the dry ground. The water you take from the Nile will become blood on the ground. But Moses replied to the Lord, Please, Lord, I have never been eloquent, either in the past or recently, or since you have been speaking to your servant, because my mouth and my tongue are sluggish. 
The Lord said to him, Who placed a mouth on humans? Who makes a person mute or deaf, seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go. I will help you speak and I will teach you what to say. Moses said, Please, Lord, send someone else. Then the Lord's anger burned against Moses and he said, Isn't Aaron the Levite your brother? I know that he can speak well, and also he is on his way now to meet you. He will rejoice when he sees you. You will speak with him and tell him what to say. I will help both you and him to speak and will teach you both what to do. He will speak to the people for you. He will serve as a mouth for you and you will serve as God to him. And take this staff in your hand that you will perform the signs with. Then Moses went back to his father-in-law Jethro and said to him, Please let me return to my relatives in Egypt and see if they are still living. Jethro said to Moses, Go in peace. Now in Midian the Lord told Moses, Return to Egypt, for all the men who wanted to kill you are dead. So Moses took his wife and sons, put them on a donkey, and returned to the land of Egypt. And Moses took God's staff in his hand. The Lord instructed Moses, When you go back to Egypt, make sure you do before Pharaoh all the wonders that I have put within your power. But I will harden his heart so that he won't let the people go. And you will say to Pharaoh, This is what the Lord says, Israel is my firstborn son. I told you, let my son go so that he may worship me. But you refuse to let him go. Look, I am about to kill your firstborn son. On the trip at an overnight campsite, it happened that the Lord confronted him and intended to put him to death. So Zipporah took a flint, cut off her son's foreskin, threw it at Moses' feet and said, You are a bridegroom of blood to me. So he let him alone. At that time she said, You are a bridegroom of blood, referring to the circumcision. Now the Lord had said to Aaron, Go and meet Moses in the wilderness. So he went and met him at the mountain of God and kissed him. Moses told Aaron everything the Lord had sent him to say and about all the signs he had commanded him to do. Then Moses and Aaron went and assembled all the elders of the Israelites. Aaron repeated everything the Lord had said to Moses and performed the signs before the people. The people believed. And when they heard that the Lord had paid attention to them and that he had seen their misery, they knelt low and worshipped. Later, Moses and Aaron went in and said to Pharaoh, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Let my people go so that they may hold a festival for me in the wilderness. But Pharaoh responded, Who is the Lord that I should obey him by letting Israel go? 
I don't know the Lord. And besides, I will not let Israel go. They answered, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Please let us go on a three-day trip into the wilderness so that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God, or else he may strike us with plague or sword. The king of Egypt said to them, Moses and Aaron, why are you causing the people to neglect their work? Get to your labor. Pharaoh also said, Look, the people of the land are so numerous, and you would stop them from their labor. That day, Pharaoh commanded the overseers of the people as well as their foremen, Don't continue to supply the people with straw for making bricks, as before. They must go and gather straw for themselves, but require the same quota of bricks from them as they were making before. Do not reduce it, for they are slackers. That is why they are crying out, Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Impose heavier work on the men. Then they will be occupied with it and not pay attention to deceptive words. So the overseers and foremen of the people went out and said to them, This is what Pharaoh says. I am not giving you straw. Go get straw yourselves wherever you can find it. But there will be no reduction at all in your workload. So the people scattered throughout the land of Egypt to gather stubble for straw. The overseers insisted, Finish your assigned work each day just as you did when the straw was provided. Then the Israelite foremen, whom Pharaoh's slave drivers had set over the people, were beaten and asked, Why haven't you finished making your prescribed number of bricks yesterday or today as you did before? So the Israelite foreman went in and cried for help to Pharaoh. Why are you treating your servants this way? No straw has been given to your servants, yet they say to us, make bricks. Look, your servants are being beaten, but it is your own people who are at fault. But he said, you are slackers. Slackers. That is why you are saying, let us go sacrifice to the Lord. Now get to work. No straw will be given to you, but you must produce the same quantity of bricks. The Israelite foreman saw that they were in trouble when they were told, you cannot reduce your daily quota of bricks. When they left Pharaoh, they confronted Moses and Aaron who stood waiting to meet them. May the Lord take note of you and judge, they said to them, because you have made us reek to Pharaoh and his officials, putting a sword in their hand to kill us. Matthew 18, 1-20 At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, So, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a small child and had him stand among them. Truly, I tell you, he said, unless you turn and become like little children, you will
will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child, this one is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one child like this in my name welcomes me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to fall away, it would be better for him if a heavy millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of offenses, for offenses will inevitably come, but woe to that person by whom the offense comes. If your hand or your foot causes you to fall away, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or lame than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into the eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to fall away, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hellfire. See to it that you don't despise one of these little ones. Because I tell you that in heaven, their angels continually view the face of my Father in heaven. What do you think? If someone has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, won't he leave the ninety-nine on the hillside and go and search for the stray? And if he finds it, truly, I tell you, he rejoices over that sheep more than over the ninety-nine that did not go astray. In the same way, it is not the will of your Father in heaven that one of these little ones perish. If your brother sins against you, go tell him his faults between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have won your brother. But if he won't listen, Take one or two others with you so that by the testimony of two or three witnesses every fact may be established. If he doesn't pay attention to them, tell the church. If he doesn't pay attention even to the church, let him be like a Gentile and a tax collector to you. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will have been loosed in heaven. Again, truly, I tell you, if two of you on earth agree about any matter that you pray for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there among them. Psalm 22 19 through 31. But you, Lord, don't be far away. My strength, come quickly to help me. Rescue my life from the sword, my only life from the power of these dogs. Save me from the lion's mouth, from the horns of wild oxen. You answered me. I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you in the assembly. You who fear the Lord, 
praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. All you descendants of Israel, revere him. For he has not despised or abhorred the torment of the oppressed. He did not hide his face from him, but listened when he cried to him for help. I will give praise in the great assembly because of you. I will fulfill my vows before those who fear you. The humble will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord will praise him. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. All the families of the nations will bow down before you, for kingship belongs to the Lord. He rules the nations. All who prosper on earth will eat and bow down. All those who go down to the dust will kneel before him, even the one who cannot preserve his life. Their descendants will serve him. The next generation will be told about the Lord. They will come and declare his righteousness to a people yet to be born. They will declare what he has done. Proverbs 5, 15-21 Drink water from your own cistern, water flowing from your own well. Should your springs flow in the streets, streams in the public squares? They should be for you alone and not for you to share with strangers. Let your fountain be blessed and take pleasure in the wife of your youth. A loving deer, a graceful doe, let her breasts always satisfy you. Be lost in her love forever. Why, my son, would you lose yourself with a forbidden woman or embrace a wayward woman? For a man's ways are before the Lord's eyes and he considers all his paths. Okay, so Moses and Aaron have reunited Moses and Aaron have come back to Egypt. Moses and Aaron have met with the elders of Israel's people, and they believe that Moses has been sent and that God has heard their cry and that they should find freedom. And so they go before Pharaoh and tell Pharaoh exactly that. The Lord has met with us. We are to go into the wilderness to worship. And Pharaoh's response is significantly less than favorable. He doesn't know the Lord. He doesn't know what they're talking about. He's not listening to this. They're not going into the wilderness. He's not letting them go. And instead, what happens is that Pharaoh makes life significantly more difficult for the Hebrew people. They're supposed to be making bricks. This is their, this is their, their labor. And they're provided straw to make these bricks, and so that's what they do. Now they got to go find their own straw. And they have to make the same amount of bricks. Kind of counterintuitive because it's going to make the bricks probably less stable. 
which is probably going to make whatever building the brick goes into less stable. But nevertheless, to show the Hebrew people who's boss, they got to get their own straw and they can't keep up. Literally, they have been given a job that they cannot perform. They cannot find the straw and make the bricks. And so they are being treated severely. They are being beaten. Their foremen are being beaten. They go before Pharaoh and ask Pharaoh why all of a sudden he's in a bad mood and why they can't have their straw. And it's because they asked to go worship the Lord. And so as we leave the reading today, the Israelites are mad at Moses and Aaron. And it's just really interesting because we got to watch the story unfold. Moses was in a meeting with God and God called him personally to do a specific task. And then he was equipped with signs to display. And Moses is doing everything he can to squirm out of the job because it's going to be a hard job and it's going to have significant challenge. And Moses knows this. He grew up there. And so Moses says something that's to, to me like... Like there are a handful of phrases that happen inside of stories in the Bible that are particularly sad. And this particular one where Moses responds to God is very sad to me because God is directly inviting Moses to play a significant role in this story. And Moses responds, please send somebody else. That is sad because in one way or another, we can find ourselves in those words. Send somebody else. What we want is the easy assignment with lots of visibility and lots of reward. <laughs> we don't want the behind the scenes story of facing the challenge and leading forward and moving forward. Normally, if it's going to be difficult, then we curse the devil. When life itself is full of challenges and we are a part of a story, the ongoing story of God making all things new, of God putting things back together again. And so let's consider our lives today the path that we are walking, the place that that path is going, what we believe the Lord has invited us to be involved in, and the ways in which we can be like this scene from Moses and invite the Lord to choose somebody else, that this is going to be just too big of a hill for us to climb. Let's think about that today. And then let's come back tomorrow and watch Moses' story continue to unfold. It's not like we have this scene and now everything gets easy. We see that every inch of ground in this story is contended for. And so let's watch the story unfold as we watch the story of our own lives unfold and see where the Spirit might lead us. And so, Father, we thank you for another day, another day to immerse ourselves in the scriptures, another day to get familiar 
and another day to contemplate what your word is speaking into our lives. And so come Holy Spirit into what we've read today, plant it in the soil of our lives and continue to teach us as we continue to meditate throughout this day on the things that that we have read. We ask this in the precious name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home, home base. And that is where you can find out what's going on around here, unless you are using the Daily Audio Bible app which you can download from the app store that works with your device. And so check that out. Check out the different sections, the initiatives section, the uh, community section where the prayer wall is, the Daily Audio Bible shop where there are resources for the journey. Just check it out and get connected in any way that you want to, any way that you can. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, If this mission to bring the spoken word of God read fresh every day and offered freely to anyone, anywhere, anytime, and to build community around that rhythm so that we take the journey together and we know we're not alone. If that is meaningful to you, then thank you humbly for your partnership. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. Or you can dial 877 942 4253 and that's it for today I'm Brian I love you and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow Hi this is Victoria Soldier calling to pray for some of the dabbers I want to pray for the uh, for Brian who called from the Hamilton Correctional Facility and I want to pray for all the different co- facilities even the woman prison who had called at one time. I want to pray for the precious women there and all the people at the, at the different facilities that need prayer and that are need seeking direction. I also want to pray for the little boy who called about his brother with diabetes. I want to pray for uh, for Gigi and uh, I want to pray for uh, for uh, uh, the person who was going through financial strain, uh, pray about her son in the mental facility. I want an uh, alcohol problem. I wanted to pray for for them. I wanted to pray for Bob Levine, uh, who's going through in this marriage, and I want to uh, pray for the, the health problem of the of uh of Austin his his dad was having some health problems. I wanna pray for the lady with stage four cancer and I wanna pray for Bridget in 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 New York. Uh gracious father, you heard the names, you know the situation. Father, you are God that can do anything but fail. There is nothing impossible for you at your appointed time. Even those in the hospital, Lord, those with the stage four cancer, those with 
with other problems, Lord, even diabetes. Father, you have your way. In the name of Jesus, you are God that can just speak the word as the, as the man said. He's a man under authority, and he just speak the word. And, Lord, we're asking you to speak the word. We ask you to speak the word of the precious lady who didn't have home, a home, Lord, that was homeless. The precious girl who had a baby and didn't know what she was going to do also. We just ask you to have your way. You are God that said you will supply all our needs. You said you would never leave us. And you said at your appointed time that nothing's impossible for you. And we give you thanks for the victory. We give you thanks for your blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask you to touch the Bryan family and all the people of God in Jesus' name. Have a great day, Dabbers. Love you all. Good morning, uh, DAB family. This is Vicki in Arizona. I'm calling out and asking for prayer on behalf of my daughter, Ashley, and her family. Her husband has recently gone through some crazy things at work as a law enforcement officer, and as a result, he has PTSD. He has, in the last few months, pulled away from their family, their beautiful daughters and their little foster daughter that they are taking care of, and now is saying he wants a divorce. My heart breaks for them. I am asking for prayer to um, give them strength, give all of them strength to get through all the craziness that goes with PTSD, um, give their daughters who are 17 and 13 um, the knowledge that they're going to be taken care of, that that they will be okay and that their parents love them, um, and that the little foster baby is also going to be okay in the, through all of this. Um, Lord, I just ask for prayer that, that things get better. Um, in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Good morning, Dad family. This is Morgan in Texas. I uh, need prayer for my family. Uh, this weekend, my brother got put in jail it, from a different county area where we live. We don't know what exactly what went wrong, or we don't know what he's being held in jail for. Lord, I just, I just ask in prayer for uh, for truth, uh, for God's peace, and uh, for all of us to sleep well at night. Um, I just pray need help prayer for my parents uh, for this time of uh, situation. Also pray for my Aunt Debbie who suffered a stroke. Um, she doesn't have anyone and my parents just came back from Arkansas to see her and she just doesn't look good. And so I just need prayers for my mom, encouragement, and then all of us as a family together as a unity of family. We all need prayer. And um, I just pray for for your help and um, encouragement of words just to hear and what to say at the time. And for for Daniel while he's in jail, just prayer for uh, God's peace and His love upon him and uh, God knows what He's doing. And so increase the faith for all of us and trust. Thank you, Dad family. Have a blessed day. Hi, guys. This is Garrett here from California. Uh, it's been a while since I've called in. 
I've been uh, going through some tough times. I had a really rough uh, breakup with someone I was with for a long time. Thought we were going to get married. And I've uh, just been, been struggling mentally ever since then. Um, depression and drinking and just self-medicating. And just feeling like I've, I've lost my, my way uh, and going against uh, God. And I want to just ask for your encouragement uh, and prayers to try and get myself back together. Hopefully, eventually find the right person and, and just be, be the person that I, that I want to be in life. Um, and just feel uh, satisfied with what God has uh, given us. <clears throat> so please, I would appreciate that. And uh, bless you all. Thank you. Hello, Daily Audio Bible. My name is Emily. I'm calling from Grand Coulee, Washington. I usually call in to pray for the kids. Um, but today I need to ask you to pray for me. Um, I have struggled for a long time with anger. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. It just bubbles up inside of me every once in a while and explodes. And it usually explodes all over my kids, if you can imagine that. Um, just yesterday morning, I had asked each of them to do a few tasks, but I had asked them and asked them and asked them so many times and nothing had gotten done. And I just exploded. I just screamed, screamed. Oh, it was so terrible. And then they turn and they look at you and they start crying. And then everybody's crying. <laughs> and uh, this is kind of how it happens, you know? It doesn't happen every day, but it happens enough that it's just terrible. <sighs> And I just need help. It just feels like some monster inside of me that I can't control. And so if you would pray for me that, that Jesus would just help break down this stronghold of anger in me uh, if I am being attacked by, I don't know, an angry spirit or something that makes this happen. But uh, I just need help. I don't, I don't want to do that to my kids anymore. And... Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you would just pray for me, pray for healing, pray for a breakthrough. Thank you so much. Hey, Deb community. I wanted to introduce myself. My name is Devin, but I will be going by Beloved in Bakersfield. I had been listening for a few years on and off and I had found out I was pregnant December of 2020 and I thought what a better year for 2021 than to listen while my girl was growing inside of me and I was successful the year of 2021 um, to be able to listen consistently and I loved every minute of it. Um, 2022 um, was a little bit sporadic. I, I listened to probably 75%, um, but I thought for 2023, I was gonna be consistent in not just listening, but to reading every single line of the Bible. And thus far, um, I have been successful. Um, I just finished January 24th and what a blessing it's been um, just to really pay attention and spend that time meditating on God's word. Um, I also resolved this year to be consistent with listening to the community line and going through those prayers. And um, man, has that also just 
been such a blessing for all of you calling in with your encouragement and your prayers and just getting to walk through life with each of you. I know it's said all the time that you really feel like you know um, these people that you get to hear their voices and become familiar with and that just hasn't been truer than listening to all of you and I just thank you for coming alongside each other and just the, the encouragement and blessings that you speak for individuals. It's It's been encouraging for me as well. And so um, I've been walking along with you guys and just loving every minute. Um, and so I just finally wanted to say hi and just thank you for those who call in just for the laughs and those who call in for more serious stuff too. Thank you for being vulnerable and just allowing me to be a part of your community. Thanks so much. <laughs>